So, two days ago, I had a really bad night. I basically felt completely depressed and overwhelmed and run down and just not in a good way. To the extent that I got home from work in the morning and just crashed. And I never crashed, not anymore, but I laid down and fell asleep for a couple of hours, got back up, had a little bit of food and went back to sleep again. And I was very concerned that this would be the start of another mental health downturn. And I wasn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> obviously it's something I want to avoid. So one of the things that I do is basically to do, one of the little things that when I feel that way, one of the triggers is to do a basically a status check, I call it. And this is part of my mental health crisis plan. So I'm going to sort of break these down and explain it a little bit. Basically, a crisis plan is a document that you write up when you're in a good mental state. And basically, it tells you what to do when your mental state falls. So it's like, when I'm in a bad state, or you know, when I notice my mental health falling, or when you know my friends and family start making comments, or you know, when I start taking time off work or self-harming, or you know, when something bad happens... I will do the following. And then what you do with this mental health plan is list down the different interventions that can help you to improve your mental health. So you start off with the the lowest level of interventions, the lowest, you know, things that don't that are easy to do, that are quick, that don't involve many other people, if any, just things that you do for yourself. Increasingly down the line until it becomes I gotta call emergency services right now. So it becomes more and more and more intrusive and more and more sort of serious, I suppose. So for me it'll start off with basic self-care and go all the way down to taking Valium to calling crisis emergency services, that sort of stuff. So one of the first things that I do is a status check. So when I notice that I'm in a bad way, I basically want to make sure that my mental state isn't caused by something physiological. Maybe I've overtrained. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I'm hungry. Maybe I'm sick. Maybe I'm, you know, not feeling good in some physical sense, and that's causing me to feel mental stress. So I go through those and just sort of answer those questions to myself. So what I did, you know, because because like let's you know when you're when you're really hungry, when you're really tired, when you're really thirsty, when you're really sick you can start feeling similar symptoms to a mental health crisis, but you may not, you might might prescribe the, the, the problem down one path when really the problem is down another path. So what I've learned over the years is to go, okay, I'm feeling the starting, the oncoming of a mental health issue here. Because like, you know, I've been dealing with this a long time. I know my signs, right? So if I know my signs, it's like, okay, I'm dealing with a mental health crisis right now. What can I do about it? The first thing, the very first thing I do is, the checklist, basically checking through myself. So what I did was when I noticed myself in the morning, not feeling that great, check down the list, I ate some food, had some water, you know, took my temperature, made sure I wasn't sick and then went to bed. Now I slept for that whole day and then I woke up the next day and I was basically fine. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things happening in my life at the moment that are making me feel a little bit stressed and overwhelmed. I'm, I'm working far more than I have in years and that's taking its toll. I'm doing split shifts and, you know, not much time on my hands. Um, so, so there is a potentiality for being stressed. But there's also a potentiality for being, you know, overtrained, overworked, just run down. So maybe I just needed the sleep. I don't know. 
But what I did find is, is that that was enough. That sort of going through that checklist was enough for me to go, okay, I've resolved the issue. You know, and then on my crisis plan, the next thing on that crisis plan is, and I'll put a link to down below to a PDF of my crisis plan so you can check it out. But basically the next few things are do self-care. So my self-care is, you know, like just take some time to myself, read a book, do some exercise, have a bath, just look after myself in some capacity. And if I find that I'm looking after myself in some capacity, oftentimes that can reduce the stress, meditate, those sort of things. And, and... So, so, so basically what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to suggest is, is that if you find yourself struggling, if you feel this wave of anxiety coming over you or, you know, some sort of mental affliction coming over you, consider that it could be, at least in part, might be fully, might not be at all, but it could be in part caused by something physical. What I've realized over the last couple of days and weeks really now is, is that I need to quit caffeine. I just can't do it to myself anymore to have coffee. Because what happens is, is I know that I've got an addictive personality, so I'll be drinking, I'll, I'll limit myself to one coffee per day, but then I'll be like, oh, but that, I may as well have two half shots, and then they'll become two full shots, and then I'll be having three full shots, and then I'll be having double shots, and before you know it, I've gone from having no coffee to having like four double shots a day, um, or like, you know, Coke, or like, you know, just just sort of, just just full caffeine stuff, and it's just not good for me, and I, I realize that I struggle to control myself. So what I've learned to do is that I need to just cut it out completely. But let's go back to this physiological thing. I noticed this because I was going, oh, I'm feeling quite anxious, you know, this overwhelming feeling. I need to cut out caffeine, right? I'm recognizing that a physiological thing is causing my psychological symptoms. Now, there are, you know, other issues that do cause anxiety for me and other people, obviously, than just caffeine. But if I recognize that that's, you know, a physiological cause to my mental duress, I can now take action. You know, if you realize you're tired or sick or thirsty or hungry or, you know, something physically, you know, in pain, something physically is going on and you can change that, that's a good way to sort of just buttress your mental state. So, so I would encourage you to consider when you're struggling, just look at your physiological self, look after yourself, answer those questions, and then do some self-care. And you might find that a good percentage of your mental duress is just cut off. Maybe you need to cancel the social event. Maybe you need to have a phone call with someone you care about. Maybe you need to go for a run or exercise or meditate or something like that. Who knows? It's up to you. But the thing is, is that you need to take that action to, 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 to best ensure that you've done what you can from a physiological sense what you can from a self-care sense. And that way you'll be able to best, best just, just get a good foothold on the mental affliction. You won't cure it. And obviously there's a whole range of other things that you need to do for yourself, but let's just answer that easy question. Yeah. So on the topic of crisis plans, mental health crisis plans, like I said, you can click the link and I'll, I'll put a PDF of my crisis plan. But I wanted to, to, to let you know about a video course that I've just released. So I usually do my Skillshare, my course, my video courses on Skillshare, but they're not, they're, their community guidelines don't allow content of a mental health nature. So what I've done is I've made a bonus course section on my website um, that you can access for free. 
and I'll put video courses that relate to mental health and sort of physical exercise, self-defense, and the other courses that sort of Skillshare doesn't like um, as bonus courses on my website. For people that support me on the $10 Patreon tier, you'll get the video courses with three months early access. So right now, I've just released the course on how to create a mental health crisis plan. And in that course, I go in quite a lot of depth, walk you through my crisis plan, walk you through how to make it, why you should include certain things, what you should do, who who you should inform, and how to actually make sure that you use it. Because a crisis plan is basically a document that you make for yourself now. It's something that you do in the moment to best help you when you're not in the best mental state. You know, the analogy that I like is of drinking. You know when you're drinking, you don't feel like you're drunk, right? And you might feel like you're safe to drive home, but you've got a mate there that's external to you, that's sober, that's looking at you going, hey, mate, I don't think you should drive, give me your keys, right? I'm going to take action for you. You're basically doing that for yourself with your own mental state. So for me, I know when I'm struggling, I don't think rationally, right? That's the nature of the problem. I'm not thinking right. So I want to get my normal self, my mentally stable self, me right now to make the decisions for me when I'm struggling. Because when I'm struggling, I can't think that well. I can't talk that well. I can't move my physical body that well. So if I make a crisis plan, you know, when when I'm struggling, do these things. It's rule-based created by someone in a better mental state than the person using it, getting help from external people, therapists, psychologists, friends and family that you think should be involved, etc. It's a very good way to have a little bit of a safety net for your own mental health. So if you want to check out that course, head over to my bonus course sections, check it out, click the link, you can watch the introduction video, and if you want to support all of the stuff that I'm doing here, you want to support my podcast, and you want to get three months early access to that video course, and all of the video courses that I'm going to be producing, that's what that's how you can do it. So head over, check it out, and like I said, a crisis plan is a document that just, if you struggle with a mental health, any mental health concern, if you've self-harmed, if you worry about you know, do, doing some sort of addictive behaviors or any sort of thing that's, you know, like risk-taking behaviors, drug use, that sort of stuff. If you've gone off the deep end, you know, either too high or too low, this is a document that can help. In my document, I give, you know, authority, quote-unquote, to people in my life to take action for me. If my partner sees me struggling, she has the right to say, hey, Zach, I'm, I'm worried about you. But I've told her that if she tells me that, I might disagree because of course I'm going to disagree because I'm in a struggling mental state, right? Do you see, do you see where we're going with this? So the point is, is that if you're, if you know that you're going to struggle in the future, it'd be in your best bet to plan for that in the future. This is what I'm all about is this long-term planning. So once again, in that video, I talk about the importance of seeing a therapist prior to needing it right? You need the crisis plan prior to needing it. Just like you need a relationship with a therapist prior to needing it, right? If I have a mental health breakdown right now, and I don't have a therapist that I've got an already got a trusted relationship with that knows my story and yada, 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 how can I possibly manage that situation, right? Because now I have to find a therapist, give them all the backstory, and let them know how I'm struggling from my norm now. Whereas if my therapist, which she does, knows my backstory, knows my past, and I'm like, hey, now this is this new bit of information, 
She's got a far better understanding of my mental state. She knows my backlog and my back history. She's already worked with me. We know what works. I trust her. And then she can go, okay, we'll do this to deal with this current situation. It's a far easier solution. So in that same vein, get yourself a therapist, write up a crisis plan. And if you want help writing up the crisis plan, click the link um, in the show notes below. Check out the course that I've got up and available. And I think I'm going to release it. Like I I say, I do everything for free um, over time. So I think by August, August 2020, I'll put it out for free. But if you want early access and if you want to support what I'm doing here, if you're liking my podcast and you're like, how can I give a little bit back to Zach to, you know, for putting out this time and all that sort of stuff, it's a great way to support me. Patreon, $10 tier, it's $10 per month. So that's less than, you know, $2 a week. That's less than a cup of coffee a week that you you would give to me to get early access to this course and the other courses that I've got up um, that I'll start putting up. I haven't, haven't uh, finished the editing yet, but I've got part three of the self-defense courses coming out, basically drills and skills, a sort of like a, a home exercise version of the self-defense courses that I've already got up on the bonus section. So there's a there's a bunch coming and I'll be constantly releasing more and more. If you consider my book, How to Get Your Shit Together and all the content in there, um, for the people listening online, I'm holding up the absolute monstrosity of a book that is How to Get Your Shit Together. Um, there's a lot of content that I'll turn into video courses and break down. So check it out. Um, there's already four up and available for free. So yeah, head over, check it out. And if you like this podcast, chuck us a review. It really does help. Cheers.